Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. alaykum dear brothers and sisters, and welcome to another episode of Al-Bayan Live. I'm your host, Abu Abdurrahman, and I'm very pleased to be joined by my dear brother, the Sheikh Khalid Muhammad. Assalamu alaykum, Sheikh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How many gadgets, Allahumma barik, do we have running here? <laughs> We've Tech got man a- has really... Made us, how can we say, into our technology. <laughs> and if the brothers can, and sisters can see, we actually have around counting three phones and two tablets. And that's without the cameras that are in the studio. Allahumma barik. May Allah bless and uh, allow these uh, this type of technology to be a an aid uh, in spreading the deen of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean, that's actually going to be one of the points, Sheikh, inshallah, inshallah. today yani, regarding our topic, inshallah. Inshallah. Now, uh, dear listeners, dear viewers, welcome wherever you may be, whether watching on Al-Bayan Radio Australia or on Facebook on the ASWJ Australia page or watching on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, wherever you may be, welcome. We'd like to hear what you have to say, so leave your comments, suggestions and feedback on the Al-Bayan Radio pages. And also on Sheikh Khaled's personal pages, where are you streaming it? <laughs> on TikTok and uh, Instagram. Khaled uh, Nashar, is yeah, it? Khaled Nashar on Instagram and Khaled Muhammad on, uh, actually both, I think, on TikTok as well. Excellent. Yeah, I'm not, I don't really keep too much up, يعني, but after I went live the last time, I thought, khalas, we can use it for good, like you said, Sheikh. Inshallah. May Allah accept. Now, I mean, this is part number eight of our series, Alhamdulillah, <laughs> of Etiquette with the Quran. And today we're going to speak about uh, benefiting from listening to the Quran. But yeah. before we talk about that, whoever would like to catch up on the previous episodes, you can find them all on our uh, YouTube channel, Al-Bayan Radio Australia, and also on our podcast channels on uh, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, Podbean, and wherever you get your podcasts from, inshallah. So you can uh, re- review it there and catch up on the previous episodes, a very beneficial series, alhamdulillah. Today, how to listen or how to benefit from listening to the Quran. Why Why this topic uh, extending the series? Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. As an extension to the series we previously did, Etiquettes with the Quran, I thought I'll add, uh, subhanAllah, a lesson uh, regarding listening to the Quran. Because a lot of people, they don't uh, maybe acknowledge or they don't uh, appreciate as much as they should just how much is an act of worship, subhanAllah. For, you know, all of us, uh, inshallah, being believers, we strive hard to worship Allah Azza wa Jal. And no doubt that at times we do get tired and we do feel it. يعني. For here, we're, we can change up the act of worship. Allah Azza wa Jal has given us so much opportunities to, subhanAllah, يعني, uh, to you know worship him for if you do get tired for example from uh, reading now change it up and listen and listening has so many benefits subhanallah and just regarding what i said abdullah ibn masud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu in a chapter actually al-bukhari rahimahullah he mentions the chapter babu ma kana an-nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yatakhawwalahum bil maw'izati wal 'ilmi kay la yanfiru he says the chapter of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and subhanallah we just had a kitab at-tawhid lesson sheikh in in Auburn. and i was mentioning uh, subhanallah how just in the Headings and the chapter headings and titles that Al Bukhari, Rahimahullah, placed just in the headings, there is so much, you know, understanding, benefits, gems, pearls that you can extract. For he says the chapter, 
that the Prophet ﷺ used to take care of the people in preaching by selecting a suitable time so that might, they, might, they might not uh, pretty much yani, turn away. And the Prophet ﷺ, as Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says, And this is all to show what? To show that sometimes you do feel it. Sometimes you might get tired. You might get you know, as some might even say, bored to some degree, yani in the sense that you need to change it up. You know, sometimes we can't continue or keep doing one thing. That's why even with those who memorize Quran, we used to get advised so much and we advise others. We used to get advised and we advise others that, you know, if you got to a point or you get to a point where you feel that, khalas, my mind's not accepting anymore, change it up and memorize something else. Whether it's a hadith, whether it's a qawl from the salaf, whether it's maybe even lines of poetry, you might find your mind... Uh, you know, accepting, accepting. For anyway, Ibn Mas'ud, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says, كَانَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ يَتَخَوَّلَنَا بِالْمَوْعِظَةِ فِي الْأَيَّامِ كَرَاهَةَ السَّآمَةِ عَلَيْنَا He says that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to take care of us in preaching by selecting suitable times. Why? He says, this is Ibn Mas'ud, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, a great companion. He says, so that we do not and we might not get bored. For today's topic, يعني, the virtues, or if you'd like to say the the benefits of listening to the Quran. Uh, we've mentioned before, even the Prophet ﷺ himself used to ask some companions with beautiful voices, obviously great reciters. He used to ask others to recite the Quran to him. For if this was the Prophet ﷺ, who used to get so affected, Shaykh, as we've mentioned in our series, so affected, as Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says, when the Prophet ﷺ said to ibn Mas'ud, to a companion, Iqra' alayya al-Quran, read the Quran to me or on me. For the Prophet ﷺ, was told by Abdullah, أَقْرَأُ عَلَيْكَ الْقُرْآنَ وَعَلَيْكَ أُنزِلْ Subhanallah, the Prophet wants to hear it, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from others. For this is listening to the Qur'an, and he got so affected by that recitation, as Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala, and he says, Ya Rasulullah, you want me to read the Qur'an? I'm going to read the Qur'an on you or to you, and upon you it was revealed. Look what the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, أُحِبُّ Or in one riwayah, one version, أَشْتَهِ I desire you know, subhanallah, I desire ashtahi and asma'ahu min ghayri. I desire to hear it from, from other than me. Mm-hmm. And that's when Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, he recited, as he says, Qara'tu an-nisa, I read, yani surat an-nisa, until hatta idha balaghtu, until I reached, fakayfa idha jitna min kulli ummatin bishahid, wa jitna bika ala haulai shahida, rafa'tu ra'si aw, ghamazani rajulun ila janbi, farafa'tu ra'si faraaytu dumu'ahu tasil. He says that I read from surat an-nisa, uh, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he had Surat An-Nisa recited to him by Abdullah. For Abdullah read until he reached verse number 41, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, translated, of course, how then shall it be when we shall bring from every people a witness, every ummah, every nation a witness, and bring you against them as a witness? He says, I lifted my head. Oh, a person touched me. Yani ghamazani, and he, uh, uh, you know, uh, gave me a little uh, tap or something like this. He says, when they done this, I uh, lifted my head and I saw tears falling down. In one riwayah, he says, that his tears were flowing. For if this is the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he let it get to him to this degree, for who are we? Sometimes if maybe we're not able to read or we get maybe tired from reading physically or mentally or something like this, listen 
There's no problem. And inshallah, you'll get great rewards also whilst listening to the Quran. In a nutshell, Sheikh, that was the reason that we spoke about the etiquette with the Quran and we spoke about in that series reciting for another great act of worship, which some may not look at it or appreciate how great of an act of worship it is, is listening to the Quran. And that's why, subhanAllah, it comes in uh, Sahih Muslim. There's a chapter heading, Babu Fadli Stima'i Al-Quran Wa Talabi Al-Qira'ati Min Hafidhihi Lil-Istima'i wal he says the chapter, the virtue of listening to the Quran, asking one who has memorized it to recite so that you may listen, you may cry at the recitation and ponder upon the meanings. For here in this chapter title, you can see uh, uh, great benefits just here where he says the virtue of listening to the to the Quran, asking one who has memorized it, because this is what the Prophet did with some of the companions. So that one may listen. Just listening to the Quran is an act of worship. And we mentioned in that series, even looking at the Quran, even just looking, some of the Salaf would say that is an act of worship. Subhanallah. Weeping when reciting, inshallah, we'll get to that. And pondering upon the meaning. So let it affect you, subhanallah. Fa, you know, Shaykh, we mentioned earlier regarding all the gadgets we have here. And subhanallah, you know, this, imagine now, yani, like all the, all the opportunities that we have just on the click of a button. You see on YouTube, for example, you get any reciter you want. Wallahi, sometimes, you know, listening to someone recite may get you more emotional and may get you to contemplate and think more about the meanings than actually reciting yourself. For here, Allah has made it so easy for us. Just at the tip or the click of, you know, a button pretty much and you get any reciter that you want, someone who you really, you know, uh, uh, you know, get affected by and the likes. Alhamdulillah, Wallah, it's a great act of worship. You know, one thing I like to do, Sheikh Khaled, is... Um uh, for example, was it Surah Al-Isra or Surah Al-Nahl the other day? I was just reading over a page or two, and then I put on Sheikh Al-Minshawi, Rahimahullah. Yeah. Just the same page or two. Allah, Allahu Akbar. Wallah, it's From when you listen to the Sheikh read, <laughs> after you, like I read myself, Wallahi, uh, it was actually just beautiful. Just Amazing. listening. Yeah, Wallah. Uh, the way the Sheikh recited the ayat yeah. and the benefit you get. It really is so beneficial and so. How can we say if you just it's just moving, think and yeah. ponder, and then 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 imagine if we had a better understanding of the Arabic Definitely. language. Then imagine Definitely. if we had gone over some of the tafsir. And then imagine if 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 our minds were truly there when listening to the Quran and pondering the Quran and. And so and, and so just on benefiting, and so yeah. Well, especially with someone like uh, Sheikh Al Minshawi, rahimahullah, just so beautiful. Wallahi, moving, and especially when he recites even certain chapters. Like, for example, if anyone's on YouTube, they can go back to his recitation, for example, of the story of Nuh, alayhi salam, no. and his son. Wallahi, just amazing and, and beautiful. And as I said, sometimes it could, and probably even most of the times, you'll get more emotional just listening to these great reciters recite the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than possibly reciting yourself. But obviously we try to gather between the two. And as yeah. I said, once you get tired or once, for example, you know, you want to call it, you know, a day pretty much for reciting, then if you can go that extra mile and listen. Or sometimes, for example, you might not be able to recite. You know, maybe you need to look at the mushaf to recite because you haven't memorized certain chapters, certain verses. But when you're in the car, play it. And as we mentioned in the series, you know, some people, they, they their children don't even know what Quran is. And they're approaching the, the, the you know, teenagers and the likes. For when you're in the car, play Quran. Teach them that this is what we listen to when we got that time to listen. As a substitute, obviously, for music and one, two, three. Very important, subhanAllah. Shaykh, before you continue, for all our brothers and sisters uh, listening and watching online, let us know. You know, give, give us some of your advice on 
how to truly benefit from listening to the Quran. And what do you do? What do you do? How do you listen to the Quran? And how do you truly benefit from the Quran? What advice would you give someone when advising him in how to listen to the Quran, when to listen to the Quran, for example, some tips you can give someone in, in, in for him to truly benefit or her to benefit in their listening of the Quran. And I'm not going to mention all the platforms or all the where we're streaming. Uh, drop your comments there and inshallah we'll get to it. Alhamdulillah, there's many comments on the various platforms so far. We'll get to them later on, Sheikh. Let's get straight into it. Yeah, I just wanted to mention, Sheikh, regarding even the gadgets and the likes, one of the brothers, the young brothers from the the Tahfid program, the memorization program, subhanAllah, he came in with like a Quran cube. His his dad bought him subhanallah. Wallah ma Allah is that you know, the one that lights his up? father. Wallah, I'm not sure about the light, but I know it's a white it was like a white thing and I actually thought it was, you know, those I think the e-phones or Apple whatever phones, whatever they call them, the e-phones in like, you know, they got the white case. For, yeah. I asked what what's that? And he told me it's a Quran cube and I've never actually seen it before, subhanAllah. And he was so we're talking like a ten year old boy. He's so happy, subhanAllah. You know, his dad bought him this. So he was showing me and he's saying, Look, you can pick any reciter, and there was actually a lot of reciters he was showing. A recited, they'll recite any verse and any, uh, and it's very small, subhanAllah. For look how Allah has made it so easy for us. You know, even if you don't know a letter of Arabic, even if you can't read an ayah, like listen, listen, and listening is rewarding. Ibn Baz, rahimahullah, amongst other ulama, they said listening, you'll still get the rewards of 10 a letter. Obviously, with the actual recitation, because of your struggle and the likes, it's more rewardable. But even listening, you still get the rewards, especially if you're pairing that with the, as you said, Sheikh, contemplation and the, you know, uh, uh, you know, contemplating pretty much upon the recitation and thinking about what's mentioned. For just like Allah Azza wa Jal has made an act of worship to recite, Allah Azza wa Jal has also made an act of worship to listen and, uh, you know, be sincere, inshaAllah ta'ala, yani brothers and sisters, and, and uh, intend to implement some of what we're mentioning and uh, some of the points which we mentioned and inshallah ta'ala Allah will make it easy for you. For Sheikh, from the benefits, the first one inshallah will mention and there's actually quite a fair bit, you know, as I was preparing this this lesson pretty much, I, I, I thought it was just going to be you know, a very short lesson and then I thought, you know, maybe this might even stretch out to more than one lesson. Uh, we'll see how we, we go inshallah ta'ala. Uh, from the benefits of listening to the Quran, brothers and sisters, is that it increases your faith. It increases your faith. Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, and He actually specifies if the ayat, the verses are recited. He says, He says, the believers indeed are those that when Allah is mentioned, they fear. They feel a sense of fear in their hearts. And when his verses, this is the point now for this lesson specifically, when his verses are uh, uh, recited unto them, the verses yani, increase these believers, their faith. For listening to the verses of Allah Azza wa Jal will increase your faith. And then Allah Azza wa Jal says, part of this the pretty much definition of a believer is and upon their Lord they put their trust. And from the traits of, the, the opposite is true, from the traits of those who disbelieve is that they don't allow the recitation and the verses of Allah Azza wa Jal to affect them. And when they hear the verses of Allah Azza wa Jal, they don't get affected. For not only is one of the traits and the signs and the indicators of a believer that when you hear the verses of Allah being recited, you get affected and your faith increases. The opposite is true. That when you hear the verses of Allah and nothing happens, 
and it might even have an opposite effect on you. Know that there is a sickness there. Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, وَإِذَا مَا أُنزِلَتْ سُورَةٌ فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يَقُولُ أَيُّكُمْ زَادَتْهُ هَذِهِ إِمَانًا فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فَزَادَتْهُمْ إِمَانًا وَهُمْ يَسْتَبْشِرُونَ Allah says, and whenever there comes down a chapter of the Qur'an, some of the hypocrites, subhanAllah, some of the hypocrites, they say, which of you has had his faith increased by this? As for those who believe, Allah is telling us, as for those who believe, it has increased their faith and they rejoice. وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٍ فَزَادَتْهُمْ رِجَسًا إِلَىٰ رِجَسِهِمْ وَمَاتُوا وَهُمْ كَافِرُونَ But as for those in whose hearts there is a disease, there is a disease, it will add suspicion and doubt to their suspicion, disbelief and doubt, and they will die whilst being disbelievers. And subhanAllah, even Nuh alayhi salam, our Prophet Noah, peace be upon him, Allah Azza wa Jal dedicated a surah, a chapter to him. And Allah Azza wa Jal tells us what happened when Nuh alayhi salam would preach and teach the revelation. وَإِنِّي كُلَّمَا دَعَوْتُهُمْ لِتَغْفِرَ لَهُمْ جَعَلُوا أَصَابِعَهُمْ فِي آذَانِهِمْ وَاسْتَغْشَوْ ثِيَابَهُمْ وَأَصَرُوا وَاسْتَكْبَرُوا اسْتِكْبَارًا Allah Azza wa Jal tells us, and verily, every time, yani this is Nuh alayhi salam now saying, every time I called them so that you, might, you may forgive them, they put and thrust their fingers into their ears, they cover themselves up with their garments, and they persist in their refusal whilst magnifying themselves in pride. For the real believers, when the verses of Allah Azza wa Jal are recited, and like you said, Sheikh, earlier, especially when you understand these verses and go that step further, further and understand the context and the reasons for the revelations and the likes, the real believers are those who their faith increases when they listen to the words of Allah Azza wa Jal and they happily rejoice at listening to these words and the opposite. As for the disbelievers, as for the hypocrites, as for those who have a disease or polluted hearts, then these are the individuals who don't get affected whatsoever. And even worse is when they turn away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And like you said, Sheikh, sometimes, you know, like for example, Al-Minshawi and other reciters, great reciters, and for a lot of people, even reciters like Mahir Al-Mu'aiqili and, you know, the likes, يعني, they just get affected. You know, they just, subhanAllah, get very, very affected and moved and the likes. For, uh, part of the traits of the believers, as Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَإِذَا تُلِيَتْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتْهُمْ إِيمَانًا وَعَلَى رَبِّهِمْ يَتَوَكَّلُونَ And when the verses of Allah are recited upon them, it increases them in their faith. And this is really, really the aim, to increase course, your iman. exactly. And, and it's so easy. To the Quran. It's so, and it's so easy, and it's been made easy for us. Yeah. It reminds me of the, the, the saying of the Salaf, how we learn Iman, then we learn the Quran, and this increased our Iman. There you go, subhanAllah. We've got some beautiful words, inshallah, whether it's today or, or next week, inshallah, or maybe whenever we have Tomorrow, the next lesson. Tomorrow, inshallah, yeah, why not? Tomorrow, khalas as well. Why not, inshallah, we're ready to go, bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. If the well, tech man is, is, is ready, we are ready. Especially with the Uber Eats and the likes, yani, khalas, just say we'll have an all-nighter as well. All-nighter, yeah. Lunch, I mean, I don't dinner, know about that breakfast. One. Why not? Discussing the Quran, Allah, you can never get enough. Of course, and of As course. we all know, the, the, the saying of Uthman, an, if the hearts were pure, that we'll never get Get Never enough get enough of the, of the words of Allah. Subhanallah. This is really something we have to ask ourselves as well. We've discussed it before. Yeah. You know, what are we putting forth towards the Quran? 
whether reading, listening, especially Sheikh Bain, like, what almost a month pretty much after Ramadan. You know, how many unfortunately brothers and sisters, يعني, their relationship with the Quran and the words of Allah Azza wa Jal has weakened heavily. And look, we're pretty much probably all to blame regarding that, you know, in that aspect. Wallah, Sheikh, you know, we have to look into ourselves first, like, you know, all these streaming services today. Let's look at that, you know, whether Netflix or um, all the other ones, I'm not too familiar, um, whatever <laughs> they are. You have Netflix, you have YouTube, whatever you may be streaming on. How many hours a day do we watch yeah, you Allah, know, um, Allah, Allah. this or that? That's right. And then we come to the times. Quran and we say, you know what, well, let's give, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. All the 10 minutes if you that. can benefit. If yeah. that, you know, how are we being just there to the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And even, Sheikh, the YouTube, yani the YouTube. Uh, silly things, subhanAllah, people waste their time on. Like, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll happily watch you know, an hour of someone probably i don't know trying to down 60 hot dogs in a minute for example <laughs> pranks, <laughs> pranks pranks and, and this and that wallah yani unfortunately subhanallah and as i said yani we're probably all to blame in the sense that of course naturally naturally our you know maybe iman has decreased a bit our relationship with the words of allah has decreased a bit but you need to ask yourselves you know how how is it are you at least showing importance to it are you giving time to it you know, how is it compared to everything else that you're giving the time to? Things like this, subhanAllah. And as you said, Sheikh, earlier, the goals, the goals, you know, the goal of increasing in faith, the goal of our next point, which is attaining the mercy of Allah. Allah has made it so easy. Like that, that is our next point, subhanAllah. From the great benefits of listening to the Quran is it's one of the easiest ways to attain the mercy of Allah. We're not talking about, a, you know, a game or a hypothetical, you know, world out here. This is the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal. This is what we want. This is what every believer he desires, subhanAllah. And it's so easy to attain that. Allah has made it so easy, subhanAllah. The most merciful, the most forgiving. He says, وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنِ Look, subhanAllah. If the Qur'an or when the Qur'an is recited, فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ Look, Allahu Akbar, when the Qur'an is recited, then listen to it and be silent that you may receive mercy, that you may receive mercy. And we have discussed from a fiqh perspective previously some of the opinions about that. Some of the ulama, they said it's in the prayer. Some of the ulama said regarding the khutbah. Some even ulama said, the point is here, Allah is telling you. It's so simple. Allah is telling you that when the Qur'an is recited, then listen to it attentively and be silent and through that, you listening and the likes, you will receive mercy, insha'Allah ta'ala. And the mercy, he isn't restricted in the dunya. Don't you want to be protected in the akhirah? Don't you want jannah in the akhirah? Don't you want to be saved in the akhirah? For this, insha'Allah ta'ala, includes that. And for the real believer, and the one that is sincere and really wants goodness, he will allow the words, when he's listening to them, to affect him. And he'll contemplate. And you ponder, subhanAllah, and the likes. And before that, Allah Azza wa Jal says, وَإِذَا لَمْ تَأْتِهِمْ بِآيَةٍ قَالُوا لَوْ لَجَتَ بَيْتَهَا If you don't bring them a miracle, if you don't bring them a miracle, they will say, يعني the pagan Arabs and the likes, they will say, why have you not brought it? قُلْ إِنَّمَا أَتَّبِعُ مَا يُوحَى إِلَيَّ مِنْ رَبِّ Say indeed, I only follow that which is revealed from my Lord. هَذَا بَصَائِرُ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَهُدًا وَرَحْمَةٌ لِقَوْمِ يُؤْمِنُونَ Indeed, this Qur'an is nothing but evidences from your Lord and a guidance and a mercy. 
Um, yani this is subhanallah, one of the easy, it's right there, just read, just listen brothers and sisters to the Quran and you will gain insha'Allah ta'ala the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jadatwa al-Layth rahimahullah ta'ala he says man rahmatu ila ahadin bi asra'a minha ila mustami' al-Quran that the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal is not quicker to reach someone than someone who listens to the Quran and then he quoted that verse which Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned as we said wa idha quri al-Quran fastami'u lahu wa ansitu la'allakum turha then he says, When Allah Azza wa Jal mentions this uh, word, it means it's going to happen. For Allah Azza wa Jal is telling you one of the pretty much easiest ways we're saying Allah is telling you, listen to the Quran. Uh, remain silent and the likes and through that inshallah you will gain his mercy and unfortunately Sheikh, today we have people that when the Quran is recited even when the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu is narrated you know if, whether it's in the mosques or that or, 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 or wherever it is some people it's like they intentionally in, inshallah they don't but it seems like that sometimes they intentionally uh, just want to talk over it it's like yani, have some respect to Allah Azza wa Jal, show respect to Allah and to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when you hear the ayat being recited, and when you hear the ahadith being narrated, then be silent, be quiet, and listen attentively with the intention of benefiting and gaining the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. That's why some of the ulama, they would say, speaking over the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in his life, we already know that. Don't talk over the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And after his death, not to speak over when his ahadith are being narrated and recited and the like, subhanAllah. Like Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, when he says at the start of Surah Al-Hujurat, to not pretty much speak over the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And at the end of the verse, he says, lest lest your deeds become rendered invalid subhanallah all your deeds be rendered invalid and you don't even know you think it's a joke or you think you're this but that's why even when you're at the masajid brothers and sisters يعني, when there is ayat being recited when there is the ahadith being narrated okay if you need a talk or something step outside for a second especially especially as well if you're distracting the teacher or the sheikh, the preacher, subhanAllah, you know, sheikh, sometimes when people are talking on the side, they think they're, you know, but really to the sheikh, you're hearing like, you know, wallah, it distracts. It just, and, and a lot of the times as well, it wrecks your chain of thought and what you were going to say. But the point is anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that listening to the Quran is one of the means of, of gaining that mercy of Allah azza wa jal. And the next one, sheikh, as well, subhanAllah, is to gain shifa from the Quran. How many people complain about sicknesses, about diseases, about problems, subhanAllah. The, this Quran is a cure to oh, all of this. This is something that I think is uh, probably one of the most neglected aspects when it comes to the Quran. It's not fully abandoned because there are people who implement uh, this great uh, part of the Quran or this great, uh, how can we say, this great, uh, this great effect that the Quran has. But generally speaking, a lot of people do not you know, attach themselves to the Quran from this aspect. Yeah, exactly, Sheikh. They run to the Panadol, the pharmaceutical product, and we're not saying not to, yani, in the sense that we're not saying that you're not allowed to. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Tadawaw, you know, no problem. Take medicine and the like, it's not a problem. Even though some ulama regarded it as disliked, and others, they said that there's no problem. Some even regarded it as a sunnah. It's not the topic today, the fiqh discussion no. of that. But the point is, there's no problem with that. But don't neglect that which Allah Azza wa Jal told you there is cure in. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't specify in what. It's a cure for everything. 
the mental problems, if you'd like to say, the physical problems, the doubts and suspicions as we're going to get to, inshallah, later on, Sheikh. Allah Azza wa Jal, he says, وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ And we send down, يعني in the Qur'an, we send down that which is a cure and mercy for the believers, subhanallah. For, you know, before, as I always say, running to the Panadol and the Panamax and uh, you know, your throat hurts, you go to the amoxicillin, <laughs> you know, the mum will shove amoxicillin, amoxicillin, and yeah, the likes, yeah. <laughs> but before this as well, go to the Quran, recite some Quran, yani, especially like your children and the likes as well. Some people, they forget, recite Quran on your children. This is a form of ruqya. Ruqya isn't, you know, some people, they think there's a jinn, and uh, ruqya, that's the only word that attach ruqya to jinn. No. Rukya, we should be doing it every night on ourselves, every day on ourselves, subhanAllah. And even our families, the way the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would mention some of the narrations, the ad'iyah, the supplications, invocations, the ayat on his grandchildren. And his and even when he got sick, for example, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anhu would do it for him. The mu'awwidatan and one, two, three. SubhanAllah, the Qur'an is the cure. Allah azza wa jal told us. We shouldn't make it a last resort because you sometimes come across individuals who, they go, I've tried everything. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, then I'll do the, I'll then try the Quran. In <laughs> reality, the Quran should be first. <laughs> Definitely. And subhanAllah, Shaykh, you know, that reminds us of the story of that, uh, the Arab leader, the, 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 Arab, the leader of the Arab tribe, when subhanAllah, yani Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, mentioned in Zad al-Ma'ad that uh, he was possibly a disbeliever, what implies. The point is, anyway, there was a leader, subhanAllah, of an Arab tribe. And there was a group of companions, some of the ulama said 30 companions who went out. And... They asked pretty much for, uh, you know, those individuals to be a host to them, to host them. For the companions now, just to make it clear, go out on travel. They're traveling. And the Prophet ﷺ was not with them, brothers and sisters. So they come across a tribe and they say to the tribe pretty much, you know, host us, you know, to summarize the whole story. They said no. So the tribe did not host them. For now, they go off to pretty much, if you'd like to say, camp out wherever, a certain area. Now, this leader of the Arab tribe, he got... You know, a sickness. A sickness, the tribe tried everything to help. They couldn't find anything. So they said, hey, why not go to that group of, you know, people pretty much that just asked. Maybe they have something. Maybe they have something. And subhanAllah, that's after trying everything. But they said, maybe they have something. But they went and they asked them. And then the leader of the, the companions, the group, Yani, because as we know, just for a side fiqh benefit, when you go out with a group, Yani, you should appoint a leader. You should appoint a leader. The point is anyway here. They said, do you have anything? And he said, yes, I do. But you didn't host us. So pretty much we want something in return for it. And some of the ulama, they counted and they said 30 sheep, as some of the salaf said. 30, 30 sheep. For subhanAllah, what did he recite? Brothers, wallahi and sisters, yani, just listen to this. Imagine that, a sickness. The tribe tried everything. And mind you, Sheikh, back then, as you know, yani, they, they were, they, some of them were masters of medicine. Yani. They're not... They weren't just, well, I try whatever just for the sake of, they were masters of medicine. And even Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, uh, the wife of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was known to be very knowledgeable in medicine. A lot of people don't know that. But the point is anyway, uh, they couldn't do anything for the companions they came now, the leader. He said, yes, we do, but you didn't host us. For we want something in return. They agreed to 30 sheep as some of the salaf they said, etc. And what did he recite, brothers and sisters? He recited, and this is just a lesson as well, for those brothers and sisters that think that ruqya has to be from, for example, the biggest, the longest verses in the Qur'an, things that, you know, the general people, if you'd like to say, haven't memorized. No, every verse, in every verse of the Qur'an, there is cure. 
in every single verse of the Quran there is shifa. For this companion, he recited Surah Al-Fatiha. Surah Al-Fatiha. Allahu Akbar. And the man was cured. The leader was cured because of that. And then he gave them on their ends the 30 sheep which they promised. But subhanAllah, it just teaches you brothers and sisters, as I said, this is the shifa. Go to this before anything else. And then pair it. But to say, like you said, Sheikh, that I'm going to take this and take that and try this and try that and doctor and here and here and I don't know what, and specialist, and then they'll complain that specialist isn't under Medicare. And then, <laughs> and then what? They say, oh, it didn't work. Oh, then someone, you get someone else. To, Why don't you try Quran? My trial. Go to the Quran the first and foremost. Or, or they say, look at my house. It's got the ayat of the Quran <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like the doctor, Sheikh. You go to a doctor. Wallah, my throat's hurting. He gives you, for example, a prescription يعني, in, a, in a packet. Uh, wear it around your neck. What's that going to do? <laughs> and it should be recited. Be recited and, and lived by. And one, two, three, subhanAllah. Fam. Definitely, يعني, you want to benefit from the Quran, you recite it. You listen to it. You know, you live by it, act by it, subhanAllah. Respect all of that as well. Exactly. That. And that's what you, like, you know, I wanted to add a point before, you know, before you move on to another point, is that, um, you know, we when we, uh, with our parents, our teachers uh, in uni or school, wherever it may be, any courses you may attend, it's rude to speak over the teacher or your parent or your elders. Definitely. And what about... Uh, the Quran is being played or recited or the words, in the, the greatest words, the greatest words, the greatest words of Allah subhanahu wa taala. And and back to the Quran being a shifa, a cure. This should be a regular practice with our children, teaching them this great sunnah of the Prophet where it was used as a type of medicine. And Definitely. before we tell them, uh, go to the medicine cabinet that every. You know, every young kid remembers <laughs> all the, the, the medicine um, uh, First aid kit. Jar, jar or the, the biscuit box with all the medicine <laughs> in it or whatever it may be. You know, the Quran, the Quran, the Quran. And, and this yeah. is uh, from, from their tarbiyah, bringing them up. Definitely. On, 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 let on them right learn. Way. Exactly. Let them learn where to go. Give them that solution. That is the solution. And subhanAllah, even today, Sheikh, like when you got the people about the eye and what we know as the generally people, we know it as the evil eye, right? They go to, it's like subhanAllah, some people will go to so many things except the Quran. They'll go buy those blue beads and they'll buy, they'll buy the hand known as the hand of Fatima and they'll one, two, three. It's like, but the main thing is you need to be reciting. You need to be acting and living by what's in the Quran, subhanAllah. And that through that, Allah Azza wa Jal will give you shifa, even brothers and sisters, if that shifa might be delayed. Even if that shifa might be delayed. You know, we all know the story of Ayyub alayhi salam. And look at all the prophets. The shifa, even if it's delayed, believe and trust in Allah Azza wa Jal. It will come inshaAllah ta'ala. And remember as well, as Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala mentions regarding dua, that dua, yani, the dua is there. We know the dua is something that works. So if it's not working in the sense you're not seeing something, look at yourself. Look at the one that wields the weapon. Look at the one that wields the weapon. For he says, for example, maybe a sword is sharp, but the one that is wielding that weapon isn't using it correctly. For like we know the hadith as well, that a man who come back from travel, he's dusty, his hair's all over the place, he's raising his hands to Allah, he's calling on to Allah, but his food is haram and his drink is haram and subhanAllah, everything about him is in haram, but he's calling on to Allah. Why would Allah answer this individual? SubhanAllah, live by the Quran, my brothers, and it will be a shifa for you, inshaAllah ta'ala. And as we said, going back just to tie it with the actual topic, why are we even mentioning this? This is from the benefits of listening to the Quran. 
listen to the Quran and it will be a shifa for you. Even though ideally as well, inshallah, you read, you recite. For that story of the companions and the chief and the tribe, that man, that tribal chief, he listened to Surah Al-Fatiha. Some people, they might overlook this. This is Ash-Shifa. This is Ash-Shifa, subhanAllah, yani. Uh, that's one of the names, yani, uh, subhanAllah, of Surah Al-Fatiha, some ulama mentioned. For, for he listened to Surah Al-Fatiha. As I said, some people, they might think they have to recite Surah Al-Baqarah, have to recite Surah Ali Imran, have to recite Surah Al-Nisa, Al-Ma'idah, and the likes. Even though if you can, great. But Al-Fatiha is Al-Fatiha, the greatest chapter in the Quran. And this will, inshallah ta'ala, yani this will do the job, if you'd like to put it like that. But it's very important, Sheikh, like you said, that we instill that and these ma'lumat and you know information and ideas and points in our minds and in our hearts and we implement them. And also something so important to do that with the children. To teach the children, subhanAllah, the families and the likes. Very important. Yeah, and it all starts from a young age. As we've mentioned many, many times, um, children, uh, they, they learn more with their eyes than they do with their ears. So if they see their parents constantly and regularly returning to the book of Allah in all facets of their life, then guess what, my dear brother, my dear sister? They're more than likely, bi'idhnillahi ta'ala, going to do the same thing. That's right. You know, but let them see you. Yeah. You need to be that. Role model. We tell our kids, yeah. read the Quran, read the Quran, read the Quran, but they never see us read the Quran. Yeah. Use the Quran as as a cure. Use it, read it, read with it over yourself if you're sick, but we never do it. This is all gonna. This That's harms right. the child. And show them exactly, Sheikh. Show them even 100%. if you do do it. Show them at times you're doing that. Show them at times you're doing that. When they see you, they'll imitate. Especially a kid, yani. Whatever he sees you do, they'll do. If he sees you pray, they wanna pray. He sees you make wudu, they wanna make wudu. And then if he sees you, on the other hand, swearing, listening to music, doing this and that, what do you expect? The fruits, yani, what are they going to be? They're going to be corrupt. They're going to be corrupt, subhanAllah. For the Qur'an, and this is actually the next point, subhanAllah, too, from the benefits of listening to the Qur'an is guidance. Now, don't you, we all want to be guided. We all want to be guided. The greatest ways to be guided is to look at what Allah Azza wa Jal said. Guidance is in the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Unlike some unfortunately sects and the likes يعني, where they say that the Quran isn't a guidance in everything. A'udhu billah. Yani what? Allah azza wa jal says, That is the book in which there is no doubt. It is a guide for the believers, subhanAllah. And Allah azza wa jal says, Indeed, this Quran is a place, يعني, a statement for mankind, a guidance. An instruction to the pious. And Allah Azza wa Jal, He says, A verse we, we've all heard before. We've all, inshallah, memorized before. Indeed, this Quran, it guides to that which is most upright. If you're not seeking guidance from the Quran, then Allah Musta'an, yani, where are you going to expect guidance from? Where are you going to expect even, even Shaykh, something which is important, I think, you know, maybe you wanna, you'd like to just touch up on here as well, no. is so, some people, يعني, some preachers and du'at, where they think that we need to go to, to other than the Qur'an to call, for example, the non-Muslims to Islam. This is you something that, that we've discussed many, many times. Well, and, and, and my dear brothers and sisters, the Prophet wasallam, he would call the people with what? With the Qur'an. And this is what is amazing, and sometimes we seem to neglect this fact that the greatest miracle the Prophet ﷺ was given, and the greatest miracle that we have until the Day of Judgment, is in fact the Quran. And in Dawah, this is the first 
tool, if you want to use that, that terminology, we should use with all people. So the Muslim who has strayed off the path, remind him with the, the Quran. Quran. The Christian or Jew, the pagan, remind them and call them to Allah with the Quran. Even the scholar. Even the, the one that's memorized the Quran. 100%. Sometimes someone has memorized the Quran, but he is not really implementing the Quran. Mem remind him with, with the, the Quran. Quran. This is the first stop, the first tool that you use, the first words, the greatest words. And many a time, some of our mashaykh and ulama, they asked, I think you've come across the clip, Sheikh, I want to study Aqidah. What's the first book you recommend me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've come across it. What does the Sheikh say? <laughs> Allah preserve him. The Quran. The, that's right, the book of Allah. The of Quran. Course. Now the that Quran. is the book of Aqidah. <laughs> that is the book of Aqidah, the book of Fiqh, the book of... It is everything. It is every single thing. So, you know, they, they did, let's, let's be frank. It came a time where, you know, many of the preachers, uh, you know, especially Ahmad Dida, in my time, he was very popular. Yeah. He came here in the 90s and really he done a lot of good. But not everyone is Ahmad Dida. You know, it's, it's a few people that can That's really, right. you know, specialize in, 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 in this field and, and call, you know, uh, people to, to Islam in this way. But generally, the Quran is really what we should be calling to and with. Of course. And many preachers, alhamdulillah, they follow that way and they're very successful. Uh, some of them have said, I don't use anything except the Quran. And that's how it has, that's how it and should and has to be, exactly. And it was the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa or the Salaf in general, yani, were they not able to go and you know study other things or learn other things and the likes, of course. But here we see, subhanAllah, they utilize the Quran because that's what Allah told us to do. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to jahidhum bihi. You know, the Qur'an, yani, subhanallah, utilize the Qur'an and in it is the guidance as we said. So to say now that, oh, we're in a time where the Qur'an isn't sufficient. A'udhu billah. Where, where, where are you, what, you know, what are you implying? That is, uh, That's a very, very dangerous, dangerous statement. 100%. And unfortunately, even though some might not say it like that, some might pretty much possess that belief. Whether they know they have that belief or not. But this is the Quran. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam called the best of the best with it and to it. And the worst of the worst with it and to it. For what, do you, what more do you want? Why do we sometimes put the Quran to the side and the Sunnah to the side and go and seek subhanAllah this victory and success and one, two, three with other than the Quran? And then some people they say, yeah, but the Quran isn't working. Akhi, guidance is not in your hands. Exactly. Guidance is not in your hands, subhanAllah. Even Allah Azza wa Jalla, He says, وَإِنْ أَحَدٌ مِّنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ استجارك فَأَجِرْهُ حَتَّى يَسْمَعَ كَلَامَ اللَّهِ You know, if, 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 if anyone from the the polytheists, if anyone from the polytheists, they seek your protection, then give them that protection until or so that, so that he may hear the words of Allah. Not well, Just ask them about what philosophical misconceptions they have and then you address that with a philosophical misconception and then one, two, three, I don't know what. Now the Qur'an's there, khalas, address it with the Qur'an. Allah says until or so that they can hear the words of Allah Azza wa Jal. And subhanAllah, I had regarding this uh, topic of, of, of the guidance, look what uh, Jubair radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he says that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he heard him, he heard him, yaqra'u fil maghribi bitur, that he was reciting in Salatul Maghrib, uh, uh, the uh, chapter of At-Tur, Wat-Turi, wa kitabim mastur to the end, he says, qala Jubair fi ghayri hadha al-hadith, another hadith he says, falamma sami'tuhu yaqra'u, 
When I heard him recite, Am khuliqu min ghayri shay'in am humul khaliqun. Am khuliqu min ghayri shay'in am humul khaliqun. Ila qawlihi falyati mustami'uhum bisultani mubin. He says, when I heard him recite these verses, look Allahu Akbar, how powerful, especially to against the atheists, the agnostics. And were they created? Were they created from nothing? Or are they themselves the creators? And of course, both of these are wrong. And were we created from nothing? Of course, we were created from something, someone. Or are we the creators? Well, we didn't create ourselves. For there has to be someone out there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who created us. He says, subhanallah, look at the effect the Quran has on someone who's sincere. Someone who opens their ears, their eyes, their hearts to listening to the words of Allah Azza wa Jal. He says, Kada qalbi yatir. And in one riwayah, Kada qalbi an yatir. He says, it, because of the effect, look at the contemplation. It was as if my heart was about to fly. Subhanallah, fly out of my chest because of these great verses. And that's why, Sheikh, one of the greatest, the greatest virtues of the Quran is protection against doubts and misconceptions. Protection against doubt. You know, we're living in, in a time, uh, as I'm sure all the listeners, our brothers and sisters, they know, especially with the unis and one, two, three, and so much just falsehood, whether it's online, social media, YouTube, whatever it is, uh, we're, we're hearing a lot of doubts being spread about Islam, about Allah, about the Prophet wasallam, the companions, etc., etc. We're hearing a lot of doubts and misconceptions. For the very, very first, subhanAllah, place we should be going to is the Qur'an to have these doubts and these misconceptions, uh, uh, you know, covered pretty much and uh, corrected. And I strongly advise anyone who may have these doubts, these doubts, don't leave them. Don't let them just go like that and not, you know, pay attention to them, not address them. No, go and get someone to address them. And we've mentioned this, subhanAllah, before. You know, At-Tirmidhi, he collects in a chapter, he titled, Babu ma ja'a fi fadlil Qur'an. The chapter about what has been related about the virtues of the Qur'an. And also in Mishkatul Masabih, same thing, Kitabu Fada'il Al-Qur'an. He says a hadith, and this hadith, you know, even though some ulama have classified as, uh, uh, you know, good or sound, in reality, Wallahu A'lam, it is weak, but it's been attributed to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that he mentioned, إِنَّهَا سَتَكُونُ فِتًا قُلْتُ فَمَا الْمَخْرَجُ مِنْهَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ And inshallah, maybe we can end with this, uh, and sure. inshallah continue in the next lesson. He says, إِنَّهَا سَتَكُونُ فِتًا قلت فما المخرج منها يا رسول الله فقال كتاب الله فيه نبأ ما قبلكم وخبر ما بعدكم وحكم ما بينكم هو الفصل ليس بالهزل من تركه من جبار قسمه الله ومن ابتغى الهدى في غيره أضله الله وهو حبل الله المتين وهو الذكر الحكيم وهو الصراط المستقيم وهو الذي لا تزيغ به الأهواء ولا تختلف به الآراء ولا تلتبس به الألسن ولا يخلق عن كثرة الرد ولا تنقد عجائبه ولا يشبع منه العلماء من قال به صدق ومن حكم به عدل ومن عمل به أجر ومن دعا إليه هدي إلى صراط مستقيم فيسيز this is Al-Harith Al-A'war. He says, Radiallahu anhu, I passed by the masjid when the people were absorbed in storytelling. And how many of those shaykhina are, are here today yani in our day and age where they storytell in the sense the, 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 the kind of dispraised storytelling. Some of the salaf that would actually praise storytelling if it didn't include lies, if it obviously, you know, all of these things, they spoke about this. But then there came a time where people would storytell 
as a pretty much substitute to the Quran and Sunnah. Where all their da'wah is based on stories and stories and stories. And you see fabrications in these stories. And the ajayib in these stories, subhanallah. For he says, anyway, I passed by the masjid when the people were absorbed in storytelling. So I entered upon Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And I said, Ya Amir al-Mu'minin, do you not see that the people are becoming engrossed in storytelling? He said, have they really? I said, yes. He said, I heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, indeed, there will come a time of fitna. So I said, what is the way out of it, Ya Rasulullah? He said, Allah's book. Allah's book. In it is news for what happened before you and information about what comes after you and judgment for what happens between you. It is the criterion without any jest. Whoever amongst the oppressive abandons it, Allah will destroy him. And whoever seeks guidance from other than it, Allah leaves him to stray. And that's subhanAllah. Sometimes you see some people, you know, they, they, they used to be guided and they become misguided. And you see sometimes, sometimes one of the reasons for this is they chose willingly to go and seek guidance from other than Allah. They chose willingly to throw, metaphorically throw the Qur'an behind their backs and go, for example, to the beliefs and the likes of Aristotle, Plato, and the likes of philosophical thinkers and one, two, three. They chose willingly. For then they go and they study these words and they get misguided. And then later it's like, why do you get misguided for? You willingly look, subhanAllah, even though we said that the, 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 the narration, wallahu alam, is not authentic, the meanings are still correct. The meanings are still quick. Whoever seeks guidance from other than it, Allah leaves him to stray. It is the firm rope of Allah. It is the wise admonition. It is the straight path. And it is the one that the desires cannot distort. Nor will the tongues be confused by it. The scholars will never have enough of it. And it shall not become dull from reciting it too much. Its marvels are never ending. When the jinns heard that they did not hesitate to say about it. Verily we have heard a wonderful recitation. It guides to the right path. And we have believed therein. Whoever speaks according to it has said the truth. Whoever acts according to it is rewarded. Whoever judges by it has judged justly and correctly. And whoever invites to it guides to the to the straight path. And subhanAllah, you see today, Shaykh, as we said, yani regarding the storytellers. And unfortunately, some of the du'at have been affected by this. Yani, where when it comes to their talks, they'll go hour, two hours, ten hours. Not an ayah. Not a verse from the book of Allah mentioned. And brothers and sisters, yani, this is a red flag. We're not saying they mean bad. Of course, insha'Allah ta'ala, they're sincere, insha'Allah. But in reality, if you're not speaking, قَالَ اللَّهُ قَالَ رَسُولُهُ قَالَ الصَّحَابَتُهُمْ أُولُ الْعِرْفَانِ As Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah mentions in his poetry. And if you're not saying, Allah said, and using the ayat, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, speaking with the ahadith, speaking with the statements of the salaf, where are you going, akhi? This is ilm in a nutshell. If you haven't got that, then... Allahu Akbar, where are you going? You know, an hour, two hours, ten hours. If you see someone speaking, 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 this whole time, not mentioning a proof from the Quran or the Sunnah or the Salaf or the Ulama and the likes, yani brothers and sisters, wallah, it's very dangerous. What are they going to be saying for that long, yani, with no backup, no evidences, no no proofs and the likes? So be very careful because unfortunately, some people they base their whole da'wah. Their whole da'wah on these stories and the likes. And as I said, there is a praised form of storytelling. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to mention some stories of the old and one, two, three. But obviously, we're not referring to that. 
And we're referring today, today especially, about some brothers and sisters who when they preach and they teach, they make the stories, and especially if they're fabricated and they're weak and one, two, three, and then especially if they're attributed to the Prophet wasallam, some of the fabrications and that. And why as well? Because some, some of them understand that this is what gets the crowd. This is what gets the people. This is what gets the attention. It's not about that. It's about mentioning what Allah said. And what the Prophet sallallahu said and how the Salaf understood it and the likes. But inshallah, maybe we can continue from there, Sheikh, next week. Inshallah. Let's get to some of the comments. Yeah, some of the questions. Suggestions. Tfaddal. We'll start with what you have. Just a lot of salamu alaykum wa alaykum as salam wa rahmatullah. No audio. Oh, I didn't know that one. But anyway, inshallah, if there's audio, brothers or someone, please comment if there's audio. I hope that's not the case. <laughs> you can just go to the Al-Bayan radio stream and you get the audio. <laughs> that's it. Go to Al-Bayan radio. <laughs> you can Fadal listen to the app as well. Fadal, if there's okay, any questions, um, inshallah, you can mention the questions. Now, um, uh, alhamdulillah, uh, relating to the topic, there's off topic. Um, also here, there is, uh, you know, the, the words of the Quran, how relaxing it is for my soul. Um uh, the Quran and Sunnah are the true strong guidelines for and, success in life. And Sheikh, we mentioned that even, I think it was last, or the the, the lesson before the last lesson, that subhanAllah how even, Allah barik fikum, even if uh, you don't understand, the Quran moves you. The Quran moves you. The Quran, subhanAllah, it is not the words of a man. The words of Allah Azza wa Jal, they move, they affect. And let them affect you. Fadal Sheikh. Yes, and we have, uh, you know, on TikTok, you it's very hard to find any good comments. We thank our brothers and sisters who have commented um, in in the positive. And there's a lot of um, you know inappropriate and and you know <laughs> comments. I'm not even going to bother with them. Um, a lot of uh, salam, alaikum salam. A lot of jazakallah uh, khair for the for the beneficial program. Um, also here we have honestly, may Allah reward everyone involved in the bayan, brothers Zubair, or Iyak. Uh, JTR Life, Jazakallah Khair, the Sheikh, Iyak, also some Barakallah Fikum. Um, that's pretty much it. Not much relating to what we were discussing, or not much uh, comments or feed or questions. And also, um, here, Assalamu Alaikum. I think I'll be on radio. Dar Salam is too expensive. Please lower it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have a <laughs> we have a say in that one, but. <laughs> um, since you opened it up, Brother Safwan, if you are genuine in that comment, and, and, and we, we presume you are, uh, the radios are actually sold at a loss if you want to look at it from the business point of view and you you saying it's too expensive. So the tech man can, can write what they're actually worth. Um, they actually don't make anything. And most of the time, when they're sold at $50, um, they're actually, in terms of profit and gain, we, we're looking for the, pro- the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's actually... A loss. A loss. Subhanallah. So for anyone who cannot afford the radio, we will give you one for absolutely free. Um, if you are genuine, ahla wa sahlan. And the only reasons we charge for the radios is actually to be able to purchase more radios. <laughs> There's nothing made at all. And most of the time, and if you look at it from that perspective, because a Muslim never loses because we, we're looking for the ajr. That's why we, and that's why ASWJ, that's, it's for spreading the haq, spreading the Quran, spreading the sunnah. Because as we know, Al-Bayan Radio is an initiative of ASWJ Australia. Uh, and the tech man can fill us uh, more in. Yeah, so they sold, as the tech man was telling us, at 120, for 120 uh, some of these other stores. Uh, so 
you know, if you look at it from that perspective, they're actually quite cheap and nothing is made on them at all. And in reality, you know, they're sold out at Dar es Salaam. So we need to have more there. <laughs> more, yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, we need to um, sell them to make more. So that's in reality. And as you all know, my dear brothers and sisters, you can download the app um, and uh, for free on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Um, I think we have a question here. Um, one of the brothers suggests having moderators to delete irrelevant negative comments. We're working on that, dear brother. Uh, we've been uh, requested a few times to do that. We will be doing it, bi-ibnillahi ta'ala. Um, Assalamu alaikum, dear Sheikh. Do you think a person should change their name when they when they revert? Just curious. Uh, is that for me? That's for you. <laughs> it's not a must to change someone's name unless that name has kind of a negative connotation, if you like. For if someone's name, wal-a'yadu billah, is Iblis, yani. <laughs> We hope no one is named Iblis <laughs> if or Lucifer. Or Lucifer. Yani, a negative connotation, the point is, yani, then here, of course, yani, it's advisable, advisable to change your name. As the Prophet ﷺ would change some of the companions' names. But if the name doesn't possess a negative connotation and the likes, it's not a must. As for uh, do I advise, yani, I personally haven't uh, came across the ulama's wordings about it being recommended if it doesn't have a negative connotation for inshallah that's something that maybe can be revised yani but um you wallahu alam yani i don't if it doesn't have a negative connotation then there's no problem inshallah ta'ala to keep that name excellent now sheikh regarding who your favorite recital is my curious. favorite recital is actually yeah. al minshawi allahu akbar uh, my, my, you have something in common yeah my favorite recital my top many two, things in yani, common inshallah <laughs> <laughs> my top two favorite reciters are Minshawi. And uh, if you look at the reciters, brothers and sisters as well, you can actually, yani the reciters themselves, they recite at different paces. And for the one that studied Tajweed and the likes, you'll see yani, there's Hadr, yani, the quick rec recitations, there's Tahqiq, and there's, there's different modes yani, of recitation, if you'd like to say, in regards to the pace like Tajweed and Hadr and one, two, three. But the point is here that you actually, I'm not sure yani, if how many knew that. Obviously, there will be a lot that did know that. But the point is that when you listen to like Al Minshawi or even Abdul Basit and the likes when you type in for example you type in surat maybe al-baqarah qira'a mujawwada here it's like here they're reciting with purposely intentionally implementing the rules of tajweed and the likes for i personally like uh, uh, i love listening to al-minshawi in his uh, uh, Qira al-Mujawada and especially mm -hmm. when he recites in the different Qira'at because sometimes what Al-Minshawi does and this is a lot on YouTube he's got a lot of videos especially the longer ones here and you can go back see his recitation of Surat Al-Ghafir when he does this and even uh, Surat Al-Takweer and the likes he, um, where he recites in the, diff the ayat he repeats them in different Qira'at for I really absolutely Wallahi yani, I, 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 I love I really enjoy listening to Al-Minshawi and also the second one is Al-Husari Al-Husari as well yani, basically 100 percent especially yani, in tajweed is that that's right? right exactly wallah yani, i i uh, as you mentioned sheikh that yani, i'm sure you guys have mentioned this so many times sheikh on yeah, the program who to listen to and who not to and i strongly advise for tajweed if you want to correct your recitation and you're trying to listen for that then definitely don't just go and listen to anyone for the voice only don't do that don't do that for i find that al-minshawi al-husari and the likes these are great um reciters for that Brothers and sisters, who are your favorite reciters? Let us know for the brothers and sisters watching online, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Let us know. Tech man, who's your favorite reciter? Let us know. Man, shall we? 
give us the thumbs up. Likes the Minshaw. I think the Minshaw is unanimous here. Yeah, yeah. Rahimahullah. Rahimahullah is Here we go. Abdul Basit, Abdul Samad, Abdul Basit, Abdul Samad, Rahimahullah. Again, once again, one of the nicest voices you can have. Rahimahullah, or you can listen to. Um, Idris uh, Abkar, I think it is. Yes, Idris. Uh, yes, he's he's also beautiful. Subhanallah. Abkar or Akbar? I think it's um, Idris. Is it Abkar or Akbar? I'm not I think sure. it's Akbar. I Akbar? think it is Akbar. I think it is. I used to listen to him when I was younger a lot. He's in the Khalij somewhere, is that right? To, yes. He's yes. Imam of the Masjid yeah. there. I used, the to, there. I, I, I used to listen to a lot of him in the past. But then as I said, Yani, if you want to listen more for the tajweed aspect, no. I don't necessarily advise it. As for the voice and the likes, Allahumma barik lahu, Yani, beautiful voice, of course. No. Uh, beautiful voice. Uh, yes, he has a strong voice, the brother is saying. Yes, 100%. He has a very strong voice. Uh, Islam Subhi. Have you come across I him? I haven't come across Islam. So we gotta, we gotta check it out. Check him out, inshallah. <laughs> Tell us what you, what, what recitation you think we should listen to. What chapter? I, I honestly do like uh, Sheikh Saad Al Ghamidi. Al Ghamidi um, is nice too. Yeah. When you're driving and listening in the yeah. car, I think all of these great Yani reciters, there's, there's always gonna be, you know, that satisfaction listening to them. But as I said, like, especially for the one that, like, knows Arabic and understands. And I think Al-Minshawi, yani, the way he recites and Allahu Akbar, I, you move, subhanAllah, wallah. One of the brothers just mentioned one of my favorite <laughs> reciters. reciters, and that's Abdul Rashid Ali Sufi. Yes, he's very good Allahu too. And, and, and he is... Sudani, is that right? Yes. Or Somali? No, I'm pretty sure Sudani, but he is... Oh, no, yes, yes, no, Somali, no. I think. I think. Uh, one of them. But I'm pre- I thought it was Sudani. But it, the point is, anyway, he is... I wanted to mention this, subhanAllah. I think in the world right now, he's one of the most respected and pretty much senior in the field of Qiraat as well. So this is why you see for those, oh, we got someone said Abkar, Abkar, Jazakumullah Khaira. That's the brother right, right, yeah. right, right over here. So, so he, he uh, Abdul Rashid, uh, Sheikh Abdul Rashid, he's, uh, you'll see a lot of him with a different recitation. If someone hasn't, if someone isn't really involved too much in memorization and the likes, maybe they won't really pay attention, yani. But yeah, you'll see a lot. Even as well, Rukasha, Sheikh Rukasha, yes, I enjoy his in recitation. America? He's in America now. I think it was at Senegal or um, maybe not Senegal. I forgot where he's from exactly, his asal, yani, but... But he, you can tell he, he studied in Egypt. Oh, 100%. yeah, probably for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think he has. Yeah, Sheikh Wakasha as well is very enjoyable. He too recites in a lot of the different recitations. He actually has the Hirz Institute in, in America. Right, yeah. And the actual reason it was called Hirz, yani, Hirz is because Hirz Al Amani, which is the uh, actual Shatibiyah poem, the Qiraat uh. poem. So that's why it was called Hirz, yani, because one of the names of the poem is also that. Fa he called it after that, and it's very, um, he's a very uh, uh, enjoyable reciter to listen to too. There's many coming through. Um, recent on our recent Umrah trip in last November, who did you uh, like listening to or praying behind the most? In, in the um, Umrah trip, yeah, in in uh, in uh, Mecca and Medina. <laughs> I think remember, Sheikh. I don't know if you remember his name. I think you told me his name. I didn't know it. Sheikh I think Badr. Was it Badr? Maybe. Badr, what was the last name? I forget, Do you remember? I forget, uh, yeah, there I was one. Al Badrani. I don't think it is. I, I, I gotta Google it. There was one. I actually, I actually went back. I remember, Subhanallah. When I got to Australia, I went back and I got his recitation on um of Surah Al Rahman. He was reciting Surah Al Rahman at Fajr time, and oh, wallahi, yani, it was beautiful, beautiful. Like, really, you know, all the reciters, 
recited it was just beautiful standing behind them for those who haven't been yani, on a Umrah trip wallahi I, I strongly advise just just go as soon as possible you won't regret it obviously for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal first and foremost yani, and just it's a very enjoyable experience but yeah there's I think everyone I enjoyed the whole trip wallah <laughs> I love it uh, brother or sister he's asking do you have any uh, any classes online classes for teaching Islam Aqeedah Fiqh maybe you can yeah, tell us your I've classes got, again uh, so I've got um, hala, the program actually just changed um, the days days wise Fa- Fajr firstly Fajr we've got Tuesdays Fridays Saturdays Sundays and this is where uh, at Auburn Bukhari house it's short 15 minute lessons after every Fajr uh, but that's only for the brothers yani. we don't stream those nor uh, do we use the microphone for the sisters yani. Fa- it's for the brothers only where we go through 20 ways to escape sins pretty much you know ways to escape sins and then we're going through now Tuesday night uh, the Arabic uh, grammar uh, the Ajrumiya yani, as we've mentioned previously that's going to be on Tuesdays it was previously Thursdays and that's also after Isha Thursday night I've got the double header now which is the Tawheed Kitab Tawheed by Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab Rahimahullah Ta'ala and that focuses mainly for those who know on Uluhiya uh, um, regarding Tawheed yani, uh, and then right after that we're going to be inshallah moving our Wednesday lessons which is a bit more of an advanced Aqeedah lesson to Thursdays and that is the refutation of Abu Sa'id, Uthman ibn Sa'id al-Darimi of the stubborn Jahmite uh, and for those who understand, you know, the sect and the likes, they'll understand, inshallah, maybe that, that title a bit better than those who don't. But that's a bit more of an advanced aqidah. That's referring mainly to the names and the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As for Fridays, as you know, Sheikh, um, uh, all those what I mentioned was at Belmore. Uh, we just finished a Tajweed poem on Tuesday night. We were going to add a text another text I was going to add but I thought I'll just wait a few or a couple of months yani, until I just got a bit more time and then on uh, Friday every second Friday so that's the second Friday of the month and the fourth Friday we have uh, Seerah and inshallah next week we go into the birth of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so that's something inshallah for the brothers and sisters yani. and then uh, 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 in between those Fridays I wrote to other places so for example at the end of this month on a Saturday actually we have a panel inshallah at Campbelltown for those who are near there yep. and then inshallah ta'ala next month the last Friday or sorry the uh, I think it was the third Friday we have at GIYC Liverpool and even Smithfield um, uh, Marquez Al-Albani uh, inshallah we got a bit of haraka yani, inshallah Allah accept inshallah whoever uh, didn't get all that we will share it on our <laughs> social media pages when the, the poster the yes, poster should be ready in the next day or two tomorrow inshallah and uh, you can always follow on my Instagram I'm, yes. a, I'm a bit more active give us, than everywhere else give us the um, the name the spelling yeah Khalid uh, uh, K-H a-L-I-D That's K-H-A-L-I-D <laughs> N-A-S-H-A-A-R uh, Our brother Ahmed Daily Muslim quotes Assalamu alaikum We need a double Sheikh Faiz and Sheikh Khalid Muhammad That's what I was thinking Ahmed Inshallah we're working <laughs> we'll on it We'll try to work on that Inshallah <laughs> I'll try to work on that yani. For the brothers and sisters Who don't know Sheikh Khalid is actually Sheikh Faiz Our Sheikh Sheikh Faiz Muhammad uh, It's his nephew So <laughs> I don't know if you see The resemblance I can see it Because Sheikh Fayez, for those who don't know, is one of my teachers as well. So it's a bit it's a bit unique, isn't it? These relationships, how they form. We've got a few more reciters. Maybe we'll leave it for next time and we will check them out. We ask Allah to bless the Sheikh and thank him. We, thank, we, we say Jazakallah khair for being with us. I'd like to thank all the brothers and sisters who tuned in, uh, wherever you may be. Barakallah fikum. And until next time, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This program was presented by Albayan Radio. The voice of Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah.